Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. Unbelievable. We are back. We are back. Welcome into the final play of Mikey Clutch. I'm your host, Mikey Clutch. Joined today by Justin Matthews. Have some great week one things to go over. Justin, what you, you like out of week one so far? Um, what I liked out of week one, man, was definitely seeing Tua um, kind of solidify uh, him, himself and uh, his offense as a, a, a top-tier unit in the league. Um, I also, like, outside of Tua, trying to think just off the top of my head, um, that's that's definitely the biggest one. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's... That's, that's that's pretty much all I can think of. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So uh, we'll get into the the poor nor the no board four games that I said that we'd be watching this weekend. We'll get into that. We're coming off a winning week of the debt free pick three, but those don't come until Saturday. But two and one, like I said, if I can go sixty six percent all year, we're good. We we got the we covered with the Titans and the Packers. Lost on the Bills crazy Monday night game, which we will talk about later as well. Um, but let's start first start with the noon game. That was most intriguing and had, it was America's game of the week uh, at noon. At least it was nationally broadcasted. And that's the 49ers traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers dominating. And here I was worried that Purdy wasn't going to be ready. And the Niners were ready. Purdy was ready. Purdy looked like he did. All all year last year after coming in, he he continues to be undefeated in the regular season when he starts. Um, man, that Niners team, like what team other than potentially Dallas, looks more complete than the Niners, um, offensively and defensively. Pittsburgh just couldn't do anything. Um, it was a great game. Yeah, Purdy and Ayuk, year two with that connection, those two are on the same page. It looks like every play, you know, B.A. was catching first down after first down, you know, on third downs, Uh, you know, the the offense just looked great. And obviously McCaffrey going over 150 yards. Um, It just it's nice to see this offense with a full year. You know, obviously McCaffrey came in halfway through the year, but now with a full offseason with Purdy, with McCaffrey. And Shanahan and all these weapons getting Bosa signed um, was huge as well. He ended up playing. He was pressuring a picket a lot. That that D line we had Drake Jackson having a three sack day. Um, it, it was just man. I, I mean the team, the defense, Fred Warner. They they just fly. They fly to the ball. It's just fun to watch that defense and the offense. Obviously being able to put up points at will. It seems like with the offense, but. Man, what a game that was for me to watch because I had my, you know, I was worried. You know, it's Pittsburgh at home, underdogs, Mike Tomlin. Again, Purdy coming off surgery. I wasn't sure, but, I mean, did the game go how you thought it was going to go, Justin? Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, Considering, uh, I don't know who's going to say these, but I guess since this is week one, 
Um, how I, I got the Niners going to the Super Bowl and actually uh, winning this year. Um, probably should have did a segment for that, but I mean, you know, we're here. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got San Francisco going all the way. So uh, the game, yeah, it, it went pretty much how I expected. I think people got so excited about seeing Pickett in the uh, preseason, him and um, what's the guy's name, Pickens. the receiver, so, Pickett and Pickens. Uh, going off in the, in the preseason, that they just kind of overhyped it, man. Uh, mm -hmm. San Francisco looked like they just walked out of the uh, NFC Championship game from right. from last year and just brought back Purdy. They was like on point, man. Like you said, flying to the ball, defense clicking, and the offense, man, so dynamic, so many different weapons. Uh, Kittle didn't really even Kittle wasn't just not even mentioned, but. Just so many. I mean, this is the IU game, pretty much. Um, IU stepped up. Debo got a little bit of action, but it's. I mean, just so many. Oh, it's it's nice, man. This 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 is why I got this team winning at all. Um, the team that's been in the conference championship three out of the uh, last four years. Just mm -hmm. man, they they prime, man. They prime. They ready. I don't see no reason, barring injury, why this team can't come out the uh, NFC this year. Um, Purdy looked great. He looked calm, poised, uh, had some nice big throws. Um, this was also nice considering him him and the little uh back and forth, the 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 slight uh, back and forth he had with um um damn it. Pat Pete. Uh, with, with, uh, Patrick, Patrick Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. I'm, I'm forgetting names today, but yeah, man. I mean, just even how he handled that, you know what I'm saying? That's what you want to see, you know, not a cocky guy, but you know, he he, he went out there, he handled business. And he stood on it. So, I mean, yeah, great, great team win. Uh, that's how you want to start off your uh, season. So, yeah, it, yeah, that was it was pretty nice to see. Yeah, I mean, it was great to see. But I, my, my biggest question mark, too, was the Niners offensive line outside of Trent Williams. I mean, it, it's hard. It, it, it's like Micah Parsons and, and Nick Bosa, you know, with TJ Watt. It, it, it's rare that you ever really stop these guys because um, TJ Watt was getting pressure, you know, rightfully so, because, I mean, he is – one of the three, four best defensive pass rushers we have in this league. So, yeah, he was getting some pressures. He had a huge strip sack that Purdy ended up actually recovering and pinning behind, like, with his arms behind his back, which really scared me because, you know, coming off that elbow injury and fighting for a ball with Bosa and having your arm in an awkward position to grab the ball, but he somehow pinned it against his back um, and was able to recover, and, and it didn't end up being a bad turnover, but yeah, just a lot of pressure to Purdy and him almost, you know, how Hassan Reddick hit his arm as he was throwing in that NFC Championship game. A lot of plays that were very close that had me gasping my breath, which that's the thing that worries me, right? Especially coming off that injury and having surgery, if it ends up happening again, how serious that might be. So, yeah, they, they really got to protect, um, you know, protect him as far as, you know, get, defenders getting pressure on him as he's throwing and hitting that arm. Um, so I saw that a couple times, which worried me. But other than that, I, it was a near flawless game by both side on both sides of the ball. Again, thought the loss of Demico Ryan's might have an impact. Nope, Wilkes came in. That defense looked like it has been the past, you know, four or five seasons now. So, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of positive on this overreaction Tuesday. Um, positive vibes, but I mean, you know, Niners were a lot of people's favorite picks. With the roster, a lot of people wanted to see Purdy prove it. And I honestly think, like, what else is there to prove with Purdy? I mean, now against an elite defense, which, you know, Shanahan, the way he calls plays, made this defense look 
average, maybe below average, just because of how they were able to move the ball. So um, don't get it twisted. Like, I, I really do think these this Steelers team is still going to be good in that division. I just think that the Niners is offense and, and roster is just this good that it's kind of hard to stop stop them. So um, again, yeah, like you said, barring any injuries, this this team can definitely get to another conference championship, if not Super Bowl appearance. Um, yeah, I mean, again, the way this team looked, it, it just like it kills me that they get hurt in the worst moments. Going back to that championship game last year with Purdy, I, I mean, I'm not saying they win, but I am saying that game is not a blowout and it goes down to the wire. Um, but anyway, second game in the no board four that we wanted to keep an eye on was Jordan Love getting his first start at Soldiers Field for Green Bay Packers. And what a start it was. Um, I thought he was going to look good this year. You have Matt LaFleur, who's a top offensive coach in this league, who put up great numbers with Rodgers, who won a lot of games with Rodgers. And with the players that they still have, like Dobbs stepping up year two, I really liked what he, the game he had. Him and uh, Love were on the same page. Now imagine when Christian Watson comes back, how that another wrinkle in that offense, how it's going to help. But Aaron Jones, I knew he he was going to look good. Look, at he he is great receiving the ball. And having that outlet, I mean, it, there was that third down where he takes it 35 yards for the touchdown. It's a great one-two punch. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, all eyes were on field, Fields and Love, and Love definitely looked like he got the better of Fields. Fields started off good, right? Uh, he didn't really miss any throws. He was taking a lot of checkdowns. Obviously, the legs, you see it, what was so electrifying last year, on, on key downs where you thought he was going to get sacked, he rolls out, gets a first down. So I think just the Bears' defense – it's it's not good, and that's why Green Bay was able to score so many points. And it's just kind of when you know the offense has to throw all game, it, it kind of allows the defense to pin their ears back and put pressure on fields. And we saw he was under pressure a lot once they had to start throwing the ball. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried as a Bears fan. You're still kind of rebuilding. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I saw a lot from love that I love. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, like you said, um, it's week one. Trying to remain positive. Um, I'm not too sold. I'd, I'd say one of my takeaways was I'm not too sold on Jordan Love. I mean, he had a, obviously a, a great game, but we are not a good football team. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. I mean, um, no, we still got to prove that. He just kind of took advantage. I mean, I mean, and the pieces around him is obviously better than what we have around Fields as well, but. Um, you know, props to him. He did. He did. He did a good job, but he got a you know a a a, a, a really good solid D line for sure. Um, he got a few weapons. Uh, he did his thing, but uh, he still. I I, I got to see him more. I mean, I'm not sold on one game. Um, you know what? And to, to go back to the Pittsburgh game too. These they kind of reminded me like I feel like this about Pittsburgh too. Even though I feel like it's a completely different situation. They got the head coach Mike T. I expect them to have a winning record. Um, they are they seem to be like out of sync, like um, like like not clicking. Our O line was trash. Uh, part of the reason that that, that first off that game would have been way worse if Fields couldn't run. Yeah. Um, he had a. I mean, thank God for his ability. Um. I think the guy that we, that we Lucas Patrick or something like that, the guy that we had starting at center, he was like, I don't think he didn't he didn't play in the preseason. Um, I think another guy that we started, Nate Davis, I know he didn't 
he hasn't played at all since like training camp or some something like 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 that. And then we got a rookie on the O line. So these guys already are not in sync, despite it being week one and you just having to get that chemistry anyway. These guys are like not even like having practice together for real or nothing. Like so, it's all over the place. And yeah. the D line is no better. We another reason. See, uh, love looks so good is because we can pressure. Him. Yeah. We couldn't pressure him. We didn't uh, send help. Nothing. I mean, the defense looked like chemistry. And you can chalk that up saying we need help. Somebody got to get to the quarterback. Yeah. He wasn't disrupted. He had a chance to drop. And, you know, so it is what it is. I'm trying to stay positive. But, yeah, I mean, the O-line and the D-line, both those those were my main takeaways. I mean, they out there just, just look bad, man. They out there getting full, like they need more time to heal and get it together, man. So I'm going to stay positive. It's week one, heartbreaking loss at home against the uh, Packers, but we'll see. Hopefully they can um come back next week. Yeah, and and again, this year, like I had no expectations. Execute a little better. Oh, my bad. I, yeah, I mean, I, this year I had no expectations for the Bears, right? Like I, everybody, you know, was expecting them to be this playoff team. For me, my expectations, all right, let's see how Fields is with the number one receiver in DJ Moore. Let's see how this offense looks. Like, don't worry about everything else. Like, you're still rebuilding. You still have a lot of missing pieces on both sides of the ball. And and to your point, too, with the offensive line, guys switching positions, you know, Cody Whitehair moving the guard instead of center. So, like you said, like, there's guys in new spots, new guys on the team. They're all trying to gel. So, if they can – just start to put these games together and, and protect him and give him more time and, and you see the numbers go up, then that's all you, you got to be happy about as a Bears fan. I, I wouldn't expect, like, I wouldn't be worried if they don't make the playoffs or anything. Just, just, you want them to get better. You just want to see improvement um, in, in the, in the, in the places where they needed to improve compared to last year. Um, I, I think they're going to be fine. You know, it, it, it it's going to be a tough, tough sled in this year, obviously. Um, just with, you know, the line trying to learn to play together and that defense, you know, being a little weaker uh, um, up front. And and, I, and this is kind of why they should have drafted Will Anderson. Um, they could they they could have definitely still drafted him, I, I believe. Right. At eight. Wasn't he. Or was no, that Jalen no. Carter? Who dropped? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carter. Carter. So, I mean, you could have had Jalen Carter and he's looked good already. But either way, uh, you you. You needed to work on the offense first, and you needed to work on protecting fields, and that's what they win. The, the pit, yeah. Yeah, so, well, you understand but... it. So, again, right there, when you have so many positions to fill and needs to fill, you're 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 gonna miss out on something, right? So, like, I I, I totally understand oh. the pick. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, like, it, just, you just want to see fields improve compared to last year. And, and real quick on the love point, yeah, you're right. Like, the Bears team isn't that great, so. But what I liked from Love, he is so willing to stay in that pocket. And, yeah, that offensive line, Bakhtiari being back and healthy because he missed a lot of time the last couple of years. He's a huge anchor on that offensive line, and, and their line is just great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just liked how he was stepping up in the pocket even when pressure was coming in in his face and, and he was still getting the ball out. I don't know. I just, I, he's got a nice um, throwing motion and all that. Uh, but any, anything else you want to add from this game before we move on to the Dolphins and Chargers? 
that yeah, those are my main takeaways. Uh oh, throw this stat out. We we had one pass over 20, 20 yards. <laughs> so we had one pass over 20 yards. So I'm I mean, that's just that just tells you how bad the O-line is. I mean, Fields out there running for his life. Um, like you said, his willingness to be in the pocket. Yeah, let me see him uh be willing to stay in the pocket with uh Cam uh what's his name? Uh Cam Hayward and uh TJ Watt chasing after him. or uh your boys, Nick Bosa and uh Armstead. Well, we'll see if Cam Hayward uh comes back anytime soon after that hamstring he pulled. Um but yeah, moving on to a game where it's a rematch from last year they played. Tua was kind of, you know, dealing with those concussions. But, man, Miami and that offense, when Tua is upright, holy shit, do they look scary. Tyreek Hill running like a madman everywhere. He, he's always open. Um, The speed just kills on that team. Uh, And and Tua's accuracy, like, yeah, it looks like he, it takes him a while to throw the ball. But that ball, when it's in the air, it's so beautiful. It's like a perfect spiral every time, and it's just shot into the uh, receiver's hands. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they they were just going at it. Uh, you know, again, his accuracy is what stood out to me. Um, you know, they look so sharp. Mike McDaniel, second year. You know I, how I feel about him already. But here's a bold prediction, maybe not even that bold. I think Brandon Staley's the first coach fired and he's going to be fired midseason. I, I just, you're a defensive head coach. You're giving up points. You have no way, you know, no way to stop Hill or Waddle or, or this Dolphins offense at all. I, like the game plan, I don't know what you're thinking. Like it just, it didn't look good. And, you know, that's twice now that they've embarrassed you on your home field. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think Brandon Staley his days are numbered because, you know, you have all that talent on the defense and they were making some great plays. Don't get me wrong, but you, you can't be giving up 34 points, you know, if you want to be an elite defense and, and on the opposite side of things, I think this is who's going to end up being the head coach of the chargers next year. Anyway, Kellen Moore, uh, his first game action there, he puts up 34 points. So, you know, his, uh, his game plan worked against the dolphins defense who everybody's expected to be, Pretty elite with Fangio being there. Um, but, yeah, I think Kellen Moore is going to end up being the interim coach and then taking full-time role st- um, come next year uh, because Brandon Staley can't get this defense right. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Um, and it's not – it's like no excuse. Like, I mean, I know it's Tyreek Hill, it's Waddle, but it's week one, and it's like you don't have any – it's like no excuse. You got everybody there. You got Khalil Mack. I know he ain't in, it's not prime Khalil Mack no more, but you got Mack. You got Bosa. You got Derwin James. Like you got all your uh JC Jackson. You got all of your key guys there. And so they just like, signed Eric Hendricks, who's a phenomenal yeah, linebacker. <laughs> from Minnesota. So it's yeah. like no excuse. It's not like, and I get it, it could be week one, but like you said, the same thing happened last year. Uh to make it uh I mean, it's just yeah, he he definitely uh he, he on the clock. He's gonna have to uh, turn it around, especially coming off last year in the yeah, playoffs. It's just, playoff it's, I, I I agree. It's probably going to be a mid-season firing for him. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm I'm sold on Miami. I didn't even have him winning that division. I had the Bills winning that division. I I I'm I'm a I'm gonna say it. I got Miami in the Super Bowl. I think they're gonna represent the AFC. 
think it's going to be San Fran and Miami. I'm saying it right that now. Would, that would be a fun-ass Super Bowl. Man. That offense is, uh, yeah, man. Offense is really, really clicking. And I think the only weakness I really see is maybe the deep line. And that could just be because it's week one. Maybe they do figure it out. Um, I think they could still add another piece maybe to the to the D-line for sure. But you got uh, Jalen Ramsey coming back uh, later in the year. This, man, mm-hmm. the fact that you got Tyreek Hill on one side of the ball and Ramsey on the – oh, my goodness. Yeah, they going to the Super Bowl. I, I think it's I think it's emotion. I think this this very well could be the year. Uh, one more thing to add note about the Chargers. Uh, Herbert didn't have a a bad game, I'll say, but I noticed that they really leaned on Austin Eckler, and that's crazy for a guy that you uh you know wanted to not pay per se. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to like man, for how much they leaned on him was was crazy to me. Um. Just because you know how how solid of a quarterback Herbert is, but man, that that was really something that stood out to me in that game. It's like wow, they really running the ball like almost almost when they call them run first. Like man, like just just get Eckler the ball. So, uh, pretty that was that was something that uh, stood out to me. Yeah, I mean him and Josh Kelly both sixteen carries. You know, uh, Eckler goes one hundred seventeen, and Kelly had ninety one yards, five point seven yards per carry. So, I mean. They were running the ball really well against Miami, but when Miami's fireworks, you know, start going off, you feel like you got to match them, and uh, that's kind of where you know, you know, it's it just what what really frustrated me about this like thing with Brandon Staley is the mental mistakes that your guys are still making. J.C. Jackson, Miami's out of field goal range, last play of the first half, clock goes to zero, but J.C. Jackson. Gets a PI call on him. And so Miami is able to kick a field goal right, you know, as time expires, goes in the half up 20 to 17. Um, I mean, granted, yeah, the Chargers came out and, and scored a touchdown on their opening drive of the second half. But I mean, that's Kellen Moore. You know, Kellen Moore is going to put up points uh, as an offensive coordinator. And you got to have your defensive coach, head coach, defensive minded head coach, being able to keep guys under 24 points. I mean, it's just, it's not a winning combination. And I think that's why Dallas, I mean, granted, I mean, they're doing fine after week one, but it was the Giants. But yeah, I don't know. I just, again, my bold prediction Kellen Moore is going to be the head coach of the San Diego or the Los Angeles Chargers come next year. And it, it might even be this midseason. Finally. The game that had probably the biggest headline of the weekend, unfortunate, Monday Night Football last night, Jets hosting the Bills. I mean, the Bills just gave this one away, or Josh Allen really gave it away four times at that. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, four four snaps, two dropbacks. I think it was two dropbacks. Second dropback, he gets hurt, but he was pressured on both, was hit on both. Um and that was the that was his that was his season. The uh, torn Achilles. He's most likely not going to be back. I, I doubt it uh, this year. And no, he done for the season for sure. Yeah. And so that that's his start as a New York Jet is getting hurt on the first first drive of you know his Jets career and getting hurt within four plays. Which everybody said this offensive line is terrible, and they didn't. They didn't prove any doubters 
wrong, uh, at least last night. So um, that that's the Jets side of things. I mean, positives. Brees Hall looked like he didn't come off a major injury. He was running wild. He had that huge 83-yard run, kind of ran out of gas towards the end. But, hey, like the, it's it's first week of the season. Guys aren't in-game, in in-game shape, you know. So that's going to happen. But, hey, the Jets still ended up winning. Zach Wilson comes in, doesn't really wow you, but he he does have that pass to Garrett Wilson that Wilson somehow tips and tip drills to himself one-handed. And, I mean, what a win. And that defense, at at least last night, as advertised. I mean, that Jets defense – it looked like Buffalo was not even going to, you know, it, it it was like fortunate that Buffalo was able to score any points. Um, but man, yeah, that defense looked real good. Yeah, man, that, that defense showed a lot of heart. Um, that can arguably rival y'all for the top defense this year. Uh, I got them as a top three defense for yeah, sure. I, th- I, th- I think it's like, like, yeah, I, I was going to say yeah. Niners, uh, Jets, Cowboys, and, uh, Philly in any order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, yeah. Uh, I was just, I was, I think we all expected them to be good, especially how they played last year. But last night was amazing. You got Whitehead getting three interceptions. Three. He got, I think he got like uh, one of, he hit one of his, one of his uh, incentives too. I think he got like 250000 off that. So, I mean, yeah, man, he get three, three NOs. Uh, I was surprised at Zach Wilson too. The heart and the team in general, like mm-hmm. you make all this hype about this one quarterback and he goes down, like you said, first game on 9-11, first game, prime time. I think it was what, fourth, uh, his, his fourth snap, I think yeah. it was. Like, man, that's that's terrible. They could have gave up. Zach Wilson came in, didn't have a bad game. Uh, he, he had, like you said, a lot of big uh, third down completions. That crazy catch by Garrett Wilson. So they could have easily gave up, man. But that team fought, just showed a lot of heart. And I was really impressed with um what they did. So yeah, that that the Jets, I'm not sure how far. I, I they definitely I don't got them winning the division, definitely. Um they might, I don't know, man. That defense could damn to get them in the playoffs. If Zach Wilson can can Kind of be so and so, they can very well still be a, a, a yeah. yeah, bro. They they can very well still be a, a playoff team. So, and then of course the walk off, uh, you know, return from uh Gibson to end the game. That was that was perfect. That was a perfect ending to the game. I, I hated how it started. You never want as much as I hate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you don't never want to see a guy get hurt or no. you know, I like like that. So hopefully he makes the full recovery. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much all all I got for that one. That was uh, it was, it was a thriller, especially at the end. Yeah, and then on the other side with Josh Allen, I mean, I I was worried about this. I mean, this is now his, what, second year removed from Brian Dable as his offensive co- coordinator. Uh, he regressed last year, was starting to revert back to bad habits. And again, two of those interceptions that he just basically chucked it deep and, and like just chucked it in the air deep to digs. And he was covered by two guys, and Whitehead comes up with both, uh, you know, both picks. But, um, it, it's just, Man. yeah. And then even the throw, uh, the the third pick that 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 wasn't just chucked up there. It, it, he could have Whitehead had the pick, but I mean, Sauce was right there too. That had a chance to, you know, get his hands on there. So 
Yeah, Allen, I don't understand why he just feels like he has to play hero ball in these one close games. But, um, yeah, it's like just take what the defense gives you. You don't have to just chuck the ball up because you feel like you have to, you know, wow, you know, everybody and, you know, make these big-time plays every single play. I mean, you look at Patrick Mahomes, which is why he is so amazing and great, is because he doesn't just go for the deep shot every single play. He he, he is methodical. He's like a Brady and a Manning, where he is breaking down the defense, and then he'll take that shot when it's there. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with the Bills this year. Obviously, again, week one, don't want to overreact, but Allen can't be continuously making dumb mistakes like this and causing them the game because, I mean, four turnovers is bad. He had that fumble. You know, yes, it was a bad or he couldn't catch the snap, fell, but, I mean, he was able to gather, but then he got took that bit, big hit and fumbled. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the, the Jets' defense is going to win a lot of games for them. Um, yeah, it, it's just – I liked what I saw, but the Bills defense played well too. But again, when Wilson came in, we'll see. I, 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 one thing I was disappointed with the Jets once Aaron Rodgers went out, I think they were too conservative with Wilson. You, you could tell they were scared to throw the ball and they ran majority of the time, but the Bills knew that. And I think that's why I wanted to see the Jets kind of pivot because the Bills knew they were going to run the ball and just stop them you know, majority of the time on the run play, on the rundowns, and then third down comes, and they know you're throwing, and then he's under pressure because they know the pass is coming. So I, I kind of wanted to see them take a little more chances and l let the leash, you know, loose a little bit on Wilson. You know, it's week one of the season. See what you got in him and, and see if you could build his confidence from here since, you know, he's going to be the, the starting quarterback for from now until – further notice so yeah I, I just wish I would have saw them take a little more um, chance with Wilson at quarterback uh, but a hey, all in all congrats to the Jets losing your free huge free agent signing in in, in uh, Rodgers and still coming away with the victory ah, all right well that's gonna do it for the week one games let's kind of touch up and preview Thursday night football between the Vikings and the Eagles, and we we had this matchup last year. It was a very good game. Vikings did not look too hot against the, you know, a lot of people predict that the Bucks are not going to do well in this league this year. Um, they lose to them on the road, uh, and then Philly off to a great start. Looked like they were going to put up, you know, a forty nothing victory, kind of like the Cowboys uh, against the Patriots, but. They let the Patriots back in, and the Patriots had multiple opportunities to actually go in and win that game um, at home on Brady Brady Day appreciation and all that. Um, but that Phillies defense is for real, but so is that New England defense. They really, really uh, impressed me on how they were able to stop Philly after that hot start. Yeah, um, I think that uh, – I think um... – Philly is probably going to start off – I think they're going to start off pretty pretty strong, man. They got a real nice team around them, and I could I could just see them surging. It's, it's funny that uh, this game – they they faced each other last year, I believe it was on Monday night, though, in week two. 
It's, it's kind of crazy. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm like, why do they keep doing the same matchup? And, and they make it prime time too. Like, what's with the Vikings and the uh, Eagles? But uh, yeah, I remember this matchup last year because I betted on it and I lost. Anyway, it was definitely a Monday night game, man. And but uh, yeah, so this this Thursday night football, I just I wholeheartedly got the Eagles winning this, just like I did last year. Um, but Minnesota, they lost a lot, bro. Like you said earlier, um, Eric Kendricks went to L.A. They lost Dalvin. Um, they lost Thielen. I mean, yeah, they added a, a rookie receiver. I believe he had a touchdown too. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm not sold on them. We all know about the one one score game, so by default, you expect that to go down. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm not for, depending, and then especially depending on how the Lions looking this year, I don't know what their record gonna look like. I I, I don't think it's gonna be that that good though. Yeah, you got the best wide out in the league and JJ, but you need more than that. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't even think Kirk Cousins is the issue. So I, I think they, they definitely have some holes to fill. But yeah, I got wholeheartedly got the Eagles winning this one. So we'll see what happens. But um, surprising loss to Tampa too. Tampa looked like, 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 like they had a little bit of dog in them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, 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 at twelve o'clock, and I, I, I for sure thought I'm like, oh, they'll be alright. That's that's twelve o'clock. Uh, Kirk, he got it. <laughs> but uh, no man, so. So we'll see, and and hopefully pray for my Bears because we gotta we gotta face Tampa. Don't 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 start surging, surging early because because we gotta face some week two. So we'll see, but yeah, um, not too much on Minnesota. I think it's definite L. Is it in Philly? You know, let me check. Uh, week t- Thursday night, I believe it is in Philly. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, this one's gonna be in Philly. Uh. Yeah, it is. And it's in Philly, yeah. So what? Yeah, I I really Minnesota, I mean, again, week one, I feel like second year Kirk and uh O'Connell, you know, second year with him. I don't know, but even in the show quarterback, it just felt like O'Connell really doesn't want Kirk to be his guy. Like, you know, he, he got them to Minnesota. He didn't you know, bring in Kirk, you know, it's not like he drafted him. Was it their drafting or anything like Kirk's a guy that the previous, you know, regime brought in and signed. And it just seems like sometimes that O'Connell's frustrated, like what he's seeing on the field. Um, But I I feel like year two, these two are going to click. The offense is going to get there. I mean, Justin Jefferson's still, you know, got his and he's always going to get his. So, you know, you have, you know, at any moment he can make a play for you that could easily turn the game. But like you mentioned, the one score games last year, Minnesota was what, 11 and 0. Well, they're already 0 and 1 this year. And, and that, that trend always happens. If a team is really good in one score games the prior year, it is a complete role reversal the following year. So I'm, I'm with you. I I think Minnesota is in, I, I think they're in trouble this year. And that, and partially because, yeah, they lost some de- defensive guys. Because, yeah, Zedarius Smith is no longer there either as a pass rusher. Um, and, and you mentioned Kendricks. Uh, it, I just, yeah, I don't have a lot of confidence in Minnesota as a whole this season. Like my pick was Green Bay before the season started to win that division. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I got to see it. I, I got to see Kurt and O'Connell get 
like on the same page every game. And once they start, if they that offense starts flowing, then I'll get a little more confidence for them. Um, but yeah, I, I just I still don't think that O'Connell fully is committed to Kurt, but we'll see. Sure. But yeah, and then on the Philly side of things, I mean that defense is still so deadly. So many guys, you know, the D line's just as deep as the Niners D line. Um I I I do expect Philly to win this one as well. I don't expect it to be too close because I do think that they're going to cause a lot of problems for Minnesota in how close that game in New England was. I think they're going to get back to the drawing board week one out of the way and, and let's really grind and, and, and study film and, and get right for Minnesota. Um, I, I think this could be a potential, you know, two, two score blowout. Um, in Philly's favor, uh, I, I yeah, I do like them a lot. I, I want to see how how well this running game continues to grow with the new faces there. And yeah, I mean, this team. I mean, Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts. It's hard to stop him. For sure, man. Um, yeah, like I said, I got them just surging, and we'll see. Um. What you think about uh Philly winning that division? You think they're gonna they're gonna pull it out again or I mean I had Dallas, Dallas before you know, this... always switched. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I picked Dallas. Um I, I just think, yeah, because that division there hasn't been a consecutive winner in how how many years? Uh so and, and plus I kinda I kinda like the Dallas defense slightly better. I, I, I think having Stefan Gilmore there now is such a huge piece, underrated piece that I don't really thought, like I didn't really hear get talked about too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, that Dallas defense, you, you saw it. Granted, yes, New York is New York, and I don't think they're going to be in, back in the playoffs this year. Um, but that defense looks scary. And, and when you got a pass rush and guys who can cover one-on-one, I mean, it's a deadly combination. Um, but we got one minute left before we go. Let's, let's hear a score prediction. What do you think the score is going to be? 24 7. 24 7. All right. I'm going to go 31 14 in Philly's favor. Um, Yeah, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for listening. Have a good one, Jess. Justin, I'll catch you later. We'll see you hopefully Saturday, Saturday maybe, possibly, potentially. Um, For sure. But that's the final play with Mike Clutch. Enjoy your day. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports, it's a way of life.